1107, Michael and Maddie. It is Wednesday morning, February 7th, 2024. Ashton Kutcher is 46. Triple Decker burn! burn! Comedian Chris Rock is 59 years old. Uh oh. Richard! <laughs> oh, wow. Happy birthday, Mr. Rock. No relation. Actor James Spader from Blacklist, Boston Legal, and The Office. You don't even know my real name. I don't, but I know he does have a summer place in Marion. He is 64 years old today. On this date, a guy named John Deere was born in 1804. He invented the steel plow, later launched a pretty successful tractor company. Monopoly hit store shelves 89 years ago. Walt Disney's Pinocchio movie. I'm a real boy. It had its world premiere 84 years ago today. The greatest basketball player of all time gave baseball a try 30 years ago. Michael Jordan signing with the Chicago White Sox. And three years ago tonight. Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski. The greatest football player of all time. Tom Brady throwing three touchdowns. Two of them to Gronk. Win- Fun 107, Michael and Maddie got some clouds for today and highs in the mid-30s. Tomorrow's going to be a really nice day, lots of sunshine, and uh, the warming starts up, and then the weekend looks great with sun and clouds and highs in the mid-50s. Bring in your taste of Hollywood right here to the South Coast, and we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's entertainment update on Fun 107. Gypsy Rose Blanchard's life after prison will soon become the subject of a new docuseries with Lifetime. Shocking to no one. (laughs) It's giving fans an inside look into her new chapter. And though it has only been about a month since the 32-year-old was released from prison on December 28th, the public has been invested in Gypsy's story for much longer. Lifetime announced it has greenlit a new untitled series that will detail her journey from a few days before her prison release and beyond. After a lifetime of trauma and serving her time, Network Network Executive Vice President Elaine Fontaine Bryant shared in a press release that we are all rooting for Gypsy to embrace all that life has to offer and become the woman she always wanted to be. Lifetime, also responsible for the documentary of The Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, which featured interviews about the events leading up to the murder of her mother, which was carried out by Gypsy's then-boyfriend, Nicholas uh, God- Gojan? Gajan? I don't remember how to pronounce his name. All I know is Gypsy Rose is getting a new Lifetime show, and I think that's going to be very well-received. I mean, when she got released, she went on social media. Oh, my goodness. It just blew up. Millions and millions and millions of people were tuned into her. I've noticed that she's gone quiet, though. Do you want a true confession? Okay. I'm telling you right now, before she got released, I never heard of this. Same. You're joking. No. No idea who she is. Still don't know who she is. You're well, joking. So I know now who she is just because of the how much has been going on. But like, when, I don't remember like this whole going down like the trial and the murder and, that, and then she, her going to jail. I've never heard I've never heard her name. This is until, this is like, why like Munchausen by proxy is a thing. I mean obviously it was beforehand but like yeah. this is how people found out what that was. Yeah. I, honestly I didn't I, don't, I had no idea. Until, oh my goodness. Like when did she get out? Like two three months ago? That's when I found Literally out. Literally a month ago. Yeah. So there we go. 
So, that is wild to me. So, like, Christmas time, never heard of this. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 shocking. that's shocking to me. I'm just being honest. I mean, wow, that's I know, shocking. It's, it's shocking to me, too. I don't know. I, I don't know how I missed this. It was this. a really big deal. Yeah. So, well, do you know the whole gist of what happened? Now I do. Okay. Yeah. Her mom pretended like her daughter was sick. What a whack job. Yeah. Would take money from people to support her, quote, unquote, cancer that constantly changed year to year. Uh, I mean, you're that's a monster. Mon- monster. And then, you know, uh, Gypsy got fed up and asked her husband to, or asked her boyfriend to kill her mom. <laughs> and that's what happened. So then the whole debate is, is that even wrong? I exactly. Mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah, yeah, you can't do that. But right, yeah. right. So that's, why, that's, that's why the world fell in love with Gypsy, because yeah, they I were guess. like, what a crazy story, you know? And it, I was living in my basement, I guess. And she's <laughs> only 32. It's wild. She's got an entire life left to live. It's crazy. So, I mean, that show is going to be very popular. Well, at least, you know what? Her life can only go one way. That's right. Hopefully. Hopefully. She's not too mentally scarred to be, you know, a weirdo or something. I don't know. (laughs) You know? But this is definitely going to get a lot of attention as well. Justin Timberlake considering a tell-all interview with Oprah amid renewed drama with ex-Britney Spears. Justin is really not happy with how things have gone down, says the source. He wanted his new music to speak for itself, but that's clearly not happening. Last week, he found himself in hot water when he seemingly dissed Britney during a concert promoting his album. When he said, you know, I'd like to apologize to absolutely nobody. His comments on stage have only added fuel to the fire, said the insider. The idea of a sit-down chat with someone like Oprah was floated months ago and is now back on the table. A rep for Timberlake didn't respond to this comment, but it seems like it's, you know, gaining validity. Um, He's just getting really, really fed up with this narrative uh, of people thinking that, you know, he ruined Britney or or whatever it is. And Britney has fired back, you know, two days after he said that on stage. You know, she, she had a few comments on her Instagram about it. And uh, basically said, are you going to go run to your mom and cry about this and stuff like that? So they're they're going back and forth. Um, he can only lose on this, man. I know. I don't so? think this is a good idea. If I were, if I were managing him, i keep like, ignoring it. Just stop. Because well, like, it's just, he can't win. If yeah. he wins, he still loses. Yeah. Because well, he's a bad, you know, he's, he's it like. It sucks because I don't. up on her. I don't know. My gut is telling me that when he said, I'd like to apologize to absolutely no one, it was a knee-jerk reaction that he thought of in the moment and thought it was a funny idea in the, at the time. I but agree. in the grand scheme of things, what a terrible move. I like, think he was just to, being funny, a Conor McGregor joke. I don't no, think it was, it was a big deal. It was definitely not a Conor McGregor joke. It was definitely aimed at everybody that's talking smack. But I think he made that decision. On the fly. It, on the fly, irrationally, didn't think about it. And people just ran with it, you know? So I think it was a terrible decision on his part. What this just, does, though, it does show you how angry he is. Like, this yeah. is so well, long after the fact. Let it go. Well, what's happening now is people are attacking his wife, and they're attacking him. They're attacking his family. Right, I wouldn't like that. I would so, not like that. Yeah, so he's, like, just at the point now where it's, like, like people are literally spamming Jessica Beale and, like, being very, very mean to her, you know? And it's but like... But nothing he says is going to make that change. Nothing. I don't know. I think he just needs to get it off his chest is kind of what it is, you know? So, I don't know. 
It's it, it's it's a sticky situation. So we'll see. We'll see if that even happens. So this is incredibly upsetting. A crew member on the set of the Marvel's Wonder Man has died following an accident. The company confirmed in a statement saying our thoughts and deepest condolences. They're mourning a tragic loss following that onset incident where a rigger working on Wonder Man died after falling from the rafters. Oh, man. Wow. The company saying our support is behind the investigation into the circumstances of this accident. The crew member later identified as Juan Carlos Osorio, 41, of California. And the LAPD not treating the incident as suspicious. No foul play suspected. But still, like, oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine, like, falling from the rafters of a set. Not a way to go. Oh, how is that even possible? Like, Hopefully, this isn't going to be a rust this situation. This is the first thing everybody's oh, thinking man. of, right? I know. Hopefully, it's not going to be one of those. They are saying no foul play is suspected. But now the question's going to arise again of like... Who's set, responsible but, for making but, sure but like, there's a safety harness? Safety, and, yeah. Production safety. What's going on, Hollywood? Like, yeah. get your act together. More entertainment news on the Fun 107. Michael and Maddie. So, Maddie, you're going to like this. I, I spent some time uh, yesterday going through the track lists of um, Taylor's new album. She released the the titles of the, mm-hmm. the songs in her album, uh, The Tortured Poets Department. Uh, which One thing is kind of interesting. There are four sides. Sides A, B, Wait, C, and D. Weird. I don't know. Okay. Um, I thought but, like I read a CDs a long time ago. But what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> what is the message behind it? No, but there's actually something kind of interesting. Of on, on course one of the, there is. In one of the uh, the songs. On the last song on side D, the name of the song is Clara Bow. And so we're like, who's Clara Bow? So we Googled Clara Bow. And apparently she was a silent film actress mm-hmm. from back in the early 1920s. She was actually, honestly, a huge star. Okay. Clara Bow. Like she was the it girl back in the 1920s with these silent movies. I actually watched one of the movies yesterday. And the reason I watched it was because uh, the, the movie that she starred in that really catapulted her to the next level and then and then um into what they called talkies back then like an actual movie with sound the the, the movie was filmed in New Bedford in Mattapoisett in Dartmouth wow. very cool isn't that interesting yeah so there's like a little tie in to the New 6 Bedford, degrees of Taylor Swift New Bedford Dartmouth Metapoison. So what's the song? Oh, we don't in. know what the song's about yet. We don't know what the song's yeah. about yet, but you can only speculate. So the, it's. I did more digging into her background. She led a very tragic life. So when when she was young, um, I'm just gonna skip skim through. Like, there's tons of tragedy in her life when she was young. Like she, her mother was put in a sanitarium by her father, who um, attempted to kill her. With a butcher knife, oh, her good. dad. Excellent. Um, so that's just like the, the service of her childhood. And then she goes on and she's this star. And this is where the, the Taylor thing, I think, comes in. She's this big star. But the people in her life, you know, didn't, 
they just didn't like give her the respect that she deserves. They they called her cruel names like bird brain and dumbbell and stuff like that. That's not very nice. Um, she's you know so it's most po- likely a personification of Taylor Swift and how I it's her so. story and yeah. So got I think it. she says that uh, like this is uh, Clara Bow's words. I'm a big freak because I'm myself. She mm. said. So yeah, I think it all goes to. The it girl thing. Well, tortured hearts department. Maybe it's a tale of a bunch of different heartbroken women, or like a a tale of women in history. Yeah, you know that makes sense. Well, reminded me of the the song that she wrote about the woman who owned her Watch Hill Mansion. Yeah. Um, totally. So maybe it's about these seemingly powerful women, but tortured hearts. They yeah, really. So uh, we'll find out on April twentieth, Clara. Bo and that tie-in to Taylor's new album. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie, and that is Tate McRae. Her new one is called X's. And again, we're sending you on a date with Tate. Sign up on the Fun 107 app to win. I've been dying to talk about this. On Friday, there was a very special ceremony that happened at Westport High Middle School um, where a, a gentleman, a local Westport guy, I want to say he's like 94 years old. I believe that was the correct age, but he's in his 90s. This guy dedicated over half of his life, volunteered to help out the high school. He was the guy, the clock guy, the scoreboard mm-hmm. keeper, and he never asked for a single dime. He was there for the kids. He was there for the community. His name is Bob St. Pierre, and this guy is an absolute legend in Westport. You know, he's kind of like uh, Fast Eddie. He's up there with Fast Eddie, you know, and if, if you were born and raised in the area, you know Bob St. Pierre, and if you have children in the area, maybe you played basketball, and then now your kids play basketball, they probably had Bob St. Pierre behind the clock, and he was just such an awesome guy. So wait, so he, he's been, how long has he been doing the, the clock at the basketball games? 57 years. 57 years. That is incredible. So that means there are 70-year-old guys walking around that had this guy <laughs> running the scoreboard. That's yeah. correct. So if you if you That's attended crazy. Westport High School between 1962 and then t- 2019, that's that's when he kind of called it quits, um, then you definitely saw him. You know, the points you accumulated from your three-pointers, from your layups, they were all, you know, put on the board by Bob. And this guy was just, he was a sweet man. Is that, he still doing it? He's done. He's done. But he still Does he go to the game goes still? to the game. That's awesome. I love mm-hmm. that. You know, it's just his his life. He, he thoroughly enjoys watching these kids grow up and watching the talent left on the court. I mean, he must have played basketball himself, right? That was one question I wondered. I, he possibly could have, because if you have a love for basketball that strong, then chances are he, he probably... Yeah, and you, you know, kind of have to know the game correct. to to run the scoreboard like that. Correct. And so he was there on Friday. He was watching Fairhaven versus uh, Westport. And he was just... you. Could see he's locked in. And then when halftime came, they, you know, they said, Bob, would you please stand? We have a little something for you. And he was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Westport Athletics oh, really Hall great. of Fame. So he's up there with that, and I got a chance to just, you know, he was surrounded. People just wanted to say hello, shake his hand, um, and I was able to kind of squeeze in and ask him just a quick, quick question, and uh, it was very loud, but let's let's see if we can hear it. If you could describe Westport, the community, 
the sports, the camaraderie in one word, what would that be? Oh, that's kind of difficult. Uh, stupendous. Stupendous. <laughs> I love it. Just like him. Stupendous. So that means he saw you play. He did. He did. He was there for 2005 for the championships. Um, he always had Wrigley's Juicy Fruit Gum. That's the one thing I'll always remember. Kept it in business. Kept it in business. And, you know, he would always be like, hey, you kids want some gum? And, you know, just an awesome guy. Well, way to go, so. Bob. 57 years is Woo-hoo. amazing. It is 652. Phil David is in the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. Yellow spray paint graffiti at a place in Fall River that's supposed to be about respect and reflection. Police in that city now looking for the person or people who vandalized the World War II monument at Veterans Memorial Bicentennial Park. The monument, along with a brass plaque and granite base in the park, were the targets. The word losers appeared to be on the plaque. Police calling the vandalism deplorable, and they're asking for anyone with info to get in touch. A Dartmouth ambulance company will pay the state a $1.6 million settlement over allegations it falsified its claims with MassHealth, Stad Ambulance Services, and its associate company, South Coast Emergency Medical Services, will also have a compliance monitor on board and will implement training for employees. Many hospitals in eastern Massachusetts are at capacity for a combination of reasons, putting the state's health care system at high risk. The lack of beds has prompted the State Department of Public Health to declare a Tier 3 alert, the state's second highest risk level. With longer waits and crowded emergency rooms, the Massachusetts Hospital Association is advising the public to avoid hospital ERs unless it's absolutely necessary. The MHA also said the situation could result in hospitals canceling elective non-emergency procedures and services. The death toll is at least nine after a historic amount of rain pounded Southern California. The storm dumped more than 13 inches in some areas, triggering mudslides and flooding. Authorities fear the death toll will rise once waters recede. Some people were killed by falling trees as the storm made its way south from Northern California, while others died in vehicle accidents caused by the dangerous conditions. And federal officials are expressing concern about a viral video that appears to show a motorist wearing a new Apple Vision Pro headset while sitting behind the wheel of a self-driving cyber truck. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg on Monday posted a reminder that all assisted driving features available today require the human driver to be in control and fully engaged. The video has been seen over 24 million times. In sports, the Boston Bruins couldn't beat the Calgary Flames last night. They lost on home ice 4-1, to one, and they welcome Vancouver to the Garden Thursday night. And tonight, the Garden belongs to the Celtics. They host the Atlanta Hawks at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Fun 107, he'll be doing the Super Bowl halftime show. This, this year, it's uh, Apple. Pepsi's out. That's right. Yeah. This has got to be the first time in a very long time. I can't remember. It's I don't not sure. Yeah, if it's ever been sponsored by somebody else, right? Interesting. Usher, right there. It's Michael and Maddie, and a little public service announcement out there for everyone. I'm not going to say just for guys, for everybody. A little public service announcement. We are one week away from Valentine's Day. That's it. Oh, that's right. So get on it. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, Michael. Listen to me. Not yeah, one seriously. time in the history of ever have I ever done anything for Valentine's Day before Valentine's Day morning after the show. <laughs> but my job is to let peop- other people know, and I'm really good at that. I'm good at letting other people know, giving you the warnings and stuff like that, and then I'll do nothing with my own warning until the, the day of Valentine's Day. <laughs> do you have dinner planned? 
Uh, I've got nothing. Man. Nothing yet. One week out, uh, I will tell you that I went through about four or maybe even five restaurants all booked. Get out of here, really? Actually, we're not even doing dinner on Valentine's Day because of that. Stop We're going to have it on the Sunday after, which is like, what, the 18th or 17th, whatever. So, yeah, that's, that's what we're doing this year. Just wow. a little different. It's always crowded, you know? And Just kind of have a little know, different. They have those, like, uh, limited menus and stuff like that. Yeah, hey. don't limit my love. That's what <laughs> I always said. So, Maddie, what do women want for Valentine's Day, give the oh, give the guys out there the little heads up. It it honest Valentine's Day is a tough one because you really got to know what kind of girl or partner you're dealing with here. Because like for me, I love flowers, love flowers, but there are women and other people out there that don't like flowers. So would so, you be happy if Ross sent flowers to work? Ah, uh, adorable. That's what you like. Adorable. Yeah, love flowers. You know, I do have to brag about my husband just for a second. I had a tough day yesterday, and I got home to a bottle of wine, spaghetti on the stove, and cookies in the in the in the cupboard. I cried. I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever seen." So it's like if he does he does that like on a on a random Tuesday See? night. This is what I'm saying. Okay. So Valentine's Day. This is why Valentine's Day, Day should not even exist. But Valentine's Day, like, he's going to step his game up, I think. You know, like, so it's going to be flowers. Well, it's going to no be now. a steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm pretty easy. Get, get me flowers. Get me my favorite chocolate. Take me to a nice dinner. Done. What do you need, your wife a weed whacker or something like that? That's the stuff she likes. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I mean. You got to know your partner. You got to know what they like. Like, we have an actually, it's not even an unspoken rule. It is a spoken rule. Do not send me flowers. See, Ever. that's why. Like, it's just, So it's like, if my husband knows me the way that I think he knows me, my house will be clean, top to bottom, oh, don't without me that. asking. Oh, no. Dinner will be planned. All right, shh, you've, you've said enough. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, okay. What else? That, that's pretty much it. The house will be clean. Dinner will be planned. Flowers will be on the table. Done. Man, now we got to clean the house. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Again, that. Again, it's all about what your partner would like. That's what I would like. I had to order her stuff a Your month partner ago. probably wants to go absolutely nowhere and maybe get her a, a new plant, right? I, oh, so there you go. I, think about the points, I bet yeah. cozy socks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I already did it. You did it. Yeah, that, that's that's the only well, downfall. Way to go, buddy. Of now Valentine's she knows. Day. <laughs> no, no, no. In the past, I, I've done gotcha. cozy socks. She's got so many. It's like how do you? Every year it gets tougher and tougher. This, hey, I'm talking kind of, to a guy. I'm 25 years into this game. Yeah. You kidding me? This game. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, so listen. If you want something kind of new and different, right? We've got this thing we're going to be doing. For somebody who wants to, like, kind of put it out there. Maybe this is somebody, maybe you've got, like, a little secret admirer, Ooh. right? Okay. Maybe, maybe you are a secret admirer to somebody and you haven't yet told the person. Ooh. Right? It's getting saucy. Here's what you can do. We are going to be taking Valentine's messages on the Fun 107 app. So you, you can start now. Love it. You can go on the Fun 107 app. You can record your message. We're going to play these back on Valentine's Day on in the morning. And this is your chance if you wanted to profess your 
Love is a strong word, but if you want to profess your feelings, your feelings, yes, then you can do that in front of the world on the Fun 107 app. Oh, I love love. You can also, you know, maybe, maybe you've been with that person for 25 years and you've never done this before. You know, maybe she always wants the PDA, but you're not really sure. There's a good way to say, hey, we've been married for 24 years, still love you. (laughs) Here you go. And if you want to be creepy, I'll change your voice, too. <laughs> just, just saying. 100%. Maybe some people are too shy to do it. Yep. Well, I can change your voice. You don't have to say your name. You can say their name if you like. Go for it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, I, and, and you know what? Cr- cringy's fine. If you want to make this Valentine message cringy, oh, God. by all means. <laughs> Please don't say that. So, My husband is like the king of cringe. So you can go and record that, submit that audio on the Fun 107 app starting today, and we'll play them back Valentine's morning. It is 7.55. Oh, by the way, that is brought to you by The Blend in Westport. The Blend, you can go soak your feet. There at The Blend, you can pick up a, oh, there you go. a gift card for your Valentine there. The Blend in Westport, helping us with the Valentine messages on the Fun 107 app. 90-second news update now with Phil. Fall River Police call it a deplorable act. A World War II monument at Veterans Memorial Bicentennial Park has been vandalized. The monument is a scale replica of the famous Iwo Jima Memorial in Arlington, Virginia, just over the river from Washington, D.C. The monument, along with a brass plaque and granite base elsewhere in the park, were covered in yellow spray paint. The plaque, observing the nation's 200th birthday, seems to have the word losers on it. Police are asking anyone with information to come forward, either by calling the department directly or the anonymous tip line 508-672-8477. The state has reached a settlement with a Dartmouth ambulance company over allegations it filed false claims to MassHealth. Attorney General Andrea Campbell says Stat Ambulance Services regularly misrepresented its claims in order to increase the amount billed. Stat and its associate company, Southeast Emergency Medical Services, agree now to pay the state $1.6 million to resolve the matter. A federal investigation is underway into allegations of discrimination against Muslim and Palestinian students at Harvard University. The U.S. Department of Education opened the investigation yesterday, days after 14 Harvard students filed a federal civil rights complaint against the school. The department's Office of Civil Rights announced it's investigating Harvard for discrimination involving shared ancestry. No other information is being released about the probe at this time. And Taylor Swift's legal team is threatening to sue a Florida college student who tracks celebrities' private jets. Jack Sweeney told CNN he received a cease and desist letter from Taylor Swift over the social media account he runs, tracking her private flights. Sweeney also ran a site which tracked Elon Musk's private jet before Musk shut down his account. Sweeney says he wants to point out the carbon footprint that private jets create. In sports, the Bruins fell flat in their return from the All-Star break after losing 4-1 to to the Calgary Flames at TD Garden. They host the Vancouver Canucks Thursday night and the Celtics gearing up to welcome the Atlanta Hawks tonight at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Charred Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Evan, Michael, and Maddie, it is Wednesday morning and here we go. Knows Wednesday, everybody. This is the day we get to talk about animals that are up for adoption on the South Coast. And there are so many that are waiting for their forever homes. And 
Every week, we give the spotlight to at least one in hopes of finding the perfect family. And this week, we head over to Forever Paws Animal Shelter in Fall River, where Bowser is waiting. And Bowser is the cutest little Rottweiler I have ever seen. He's got the sweetest face. He looks so friendly. Oh, my God. He's just smiling from ear to ear. He's oh, got these. He's almost too friendly. You should yeah. be a, a Rottweiler. You're supposed to look mean. Well, Rot- nah, Rottweilers are pretty pretty friendly. They're yeah, silly. They're silly dogs. Yeah, they take he looks a while, like a very happy dog. They take a while to mature. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But he's a very, very cute dog. The newest member of Forever Paws. Uh, they say that he's a very handsome, sweet boy. Loves attention. Loves to play. Uh, they are still learning about him, you know, because he's still a little new to the shelter, but they believe that he would get along with most animals. They do recommend that he's the only animal in the home and recommend that children be at least 12 years of age because Rottweilers are on the bigger side and uh, they have a good amount of energy. Uh, I guess Bowser still has a lot of puppy energy. Mm -hmm. So Bowser, they said, would be... Your personal trainer and your snuggle buddy, all in one beautiful package. So you got to take him out for a run. Got to take him out for a run, and then you can nap with him after. Like but it. he's a good boy. He's <laughs> such a good boy. He's very, very cute. So you can uh, meet Bowser up on the Fun 107 app uh, or contact Forever Paws Animal Shelter. Wet Nose Wednesday, proudly brought to you by First Citizens Federal Credit Union and Primacare. It is 823. Phil Devitt is in the Chard Oak Tavern newsroom. Yellow spray paint graffiti at a place in Fall River that's supposed to be about respect and reflection. Police in that city now looking for the person or people who vandalized the World War II monument at Veterans Memorial Bicentennial Park. The monument, along with a brass plaque and granite base in the park, were the targets. The word losers appeared to be on the plaque. Police calling the vandalism deplorable, and they're asking for anyone with info to get in touch. A Dartmouth ambulance company will pay the state a $1.6 million settlement over allegations it falsified its claims with Mass Health, Stad Ambulance Services and its associate company South Coast Emergency Medical Services will also have a compliance monitor on board and will implement training for employees. Many hospitals in eastern Massachusetts are at capacity for a combination of reasons, putting the state's health care system at high risk. The lack of beds has prompted the State Department of Public Health to declare a Tier 3 alert, the state's second highest risk level. With longer waits and crowded emergency rooms, the Massachusetts Hospital Association is advising the public to avoid hospital ERs unless it's absolutely necessary. The MHA also said the situation could result in hospitals canceling elective non-emergency procedures and services. The death toll is at least nine after a historic amount of rain pounded Southern California. The storm dumped more than 13 inches in some areas, triggering mudslides and flooding. Authorities fear the death toll will rise once waters recede. Some people were killed by falling trees as the storm made its way south from Northern California, while others died in vehicle accidents caused by the dangerous conditions. And federal officials are expressing concern about a viral video that appears to show a motorist wearing a new Apple Vision Pro headset while sitting behind the wheel of a self-driving Cybertruck. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg on Monday posted a reminder that all assisted driving features available today require the human driver to be in control and fully engaged. The video has been seen over 24 million times. In sports, the Boston Bruins couldn't beat the Calgary Flames last night. They lost on home ice 4-1. to 
And they welcome Vancouver to the Garden Thursday night. And tonight, the Garden belongs to the Celtics. They host the Atlanta Hawks at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. So Jackson has an interesting list of banned items that you cannot put in your checked bag. Oh, great idea. When you're flying out of Logan. So he would know. He he is a guy that flies a lot, and that's Jackson for sure. Um, I don't know why anybody would want to pack this in your <laughs> your luggage, but you cannot bring Pam cooking okay. cooking oh, spray. Cooking spray. Not, oh, okay. Not Pam from the office, but <laughs> you can't bring Pam the cooking spray. Uh, I guess cooking spray is just not allowed in your check baggage. Well, carry on. It's not. It's the whole pressurized thing. That's why. I guess. And it's not four ounces. Oh, that's true. Can't bring alcoholic beverages over 140 proof. Mm. So there goes your Everclear, uh, Gazelle. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, can't bring a cordless curling iron. Lithium okay. batteries. Same goes for cordless flat irons. Not allowed. I guess it's because it's- The um, batteries. Exactly, yeah. lithium batteries. They get nervous about that. What's up with that? English English Christmas crackers. Why? What's the beef with crackers? <laughs> Their chemically treated paper strip inside causes a popping sound, puff of smoke, and blows the tube open. <laughs> I guess when you go up with a... Yeah, that could be a, a little jarring on an airplane. See, that one, this one right here surprises me, kind of, because I feel like a lot of people out there have power banks, like they're for the cell phone. Yeah. The yeah. extra battery pack? Again, it's a lithium-ion. Yeah. yeah. Those lithium-ion batteries are kind of shady. A little bit. Well, yeah. If you can't bring them on an airplane, that's like, uh, why can't I? Should I have this in general? Those like, things, I mean, you, like you hear about them just bursting into flames. Right. It's crazy. Like, that's how ABC6 burned down. Like, remember, like, a, yeah. was it like last year, ABC6 had this huge fire? Mm-hmm. Battery charging system? They them? plugged in, like, the, the battery charges for their cameras. Mm-hmm. And then everyone home for the night, and then... Nuts. It's crazy. Mm. Wasn't that why, like, the Samsung Galaxies were exploding and yes. stuff like that? Yeah. And then the Apple users were like, see? <laughs> <laughs> Love them. On Fun 107. Yeah, he's coming on strong. He really is. Have you guys heard about this enhanced games that is uh, making waves right now? I have not. What's this all about? So it's kind of incredible. Uh, it's backed by a bunch of billionaires, uh, mainly the PayPal co-founder, Peter Thiel. And it is called the Enhanced Games. And it is, quote, a modern reinvention of the Olympics. It's part of a movement embracing ways science and technology can enhance human performance. Uh, and it critiques um, a lot of the ways that the Olympics and other contests have been viewed in the past it think of this as a giant science experiment for how for what the human body is capable of so it's basically the olympics on steroids oh my goodness really yeah it's pretty wild it is it was a rumor for a really long time but now it's backed by the likes of peter thiel and a whole bunch of other people and they're actually aiming for the end of this year to have the first enhanced games ever Um, it's, I mean, this is wild. So the enhanced games will not test athletes for drugs or other enhancers at its events. 
It's not clear when the first competition will take place, but they are looking at towards the end of this year. Um, it's in, embracing the inclusion of science in sports, and it feels that the modern-day Olympics or awards or whatever kind of stigmatize the use of steroids and enhancements. Well, I will say that yeah. not all of them are bad. A lot of them have to do with recovery, which a lot of like in my world, like MMA fighters, like a lot of them are not allowed to use certain recovery sure. tactics because they're not allowed under USADA or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's really just helping them recover faster. Well, so, that's it. I mean, that's, so that's it's, the whole game, it's, isn't it's it? It's stuff like that that is going to be allowed in the enhanced games. Mind you, they're allowing a lot of other things too. And I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about steroids or enhancements. But um, they are stressing the fact that every athlete will require full medical screens um, competing to monitor any risks. And while they stress enhancements as a personal choice for competitors, the website says it embraces enhanced athletes and wants to push the perceived limit of what is possible with the ultimate goal of setting new world records. Un. Real. We so are we're opening up Pandora see, box. That's what we're doing. We are going to see weightlifters, pole vaulters, boxers, wrestlers, whatever it is, just completely so, become animalistic. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like the character Bane, where you push a button and then he's like, and becomes <laughs> Bane. Like we're just going to see a bunch of like Bane like characters. Pushing the limits of the human body. I th I think this is fascinating. Yeah, but at what cost? You're, yeah. like, you're, you're gonna you know take all these steroids. I mean, listen they they are saying that these they are going to do it as safely as possible. That doctors are going to be monitoring these people, and you could even argue that a lot of these athletes are already doing steroids and have figured out ways to not pop on tests. So I mean, this goes. This is like a rabbit hole of information that you can go down, but I think it's fascinating. Well, now that's a whole different story. Like, would you, would you be more likely to watch the Olympics, which are getting terrible ratings? Uh -huh. Like, they can't pay people to watch the Olympics anymore. Or would you watch something like this? I'd probably want to check this out to see what that's it's like. That's what I'm saying. That's imagine, the problem with America. Imagine an <laughs> that's exactly the problem with America. Imagine an athlete that is allowed to take enhancement drugs, lifting, powerlifting. How much are they going to lift? Stay tuned on the enhanced games. You know what I mean? Like, what? Track and field. How high is this person going to jump? Well, let's find out. Like, wild. Wild. Man. It'll be interesting to see how, you know, how much of an advantage you do get with the... Because maybe the advantage is not as much as you think. Or maybe it's oh, way it's, more than you think. I think it's way more than you think. Yeah. <laughs> I do. But... You know, I think this is an effort to destigmatize a lot of these enhancement drugs. So you may have a point. Like maybe it's not as, you know, valuable, or maybe it is. Who knows? But it's going to destigmatize a lot of these enhancements. Is it morally and sound? That's the question. And my question is, how are they able to quote break world records? Like, you, well, there'd be an asterisk. I don't know. They're not even talking about asterisks, though. You have to. I know. I mean, that's what I think. You ha I feel like it should be a completely different category. Sure, absolutely. Like, you know, yeah. but, but they're talking about breaking the records that are set currently. And I'm like, well, you can't really do that. Here's the other question is where does this happen? Because a lot of these steroids are illegal in the, in the United States, so they can't 
do it here. Well, they're illegal because of the governing body. So if they have the governing body approve it, then they're fine. Like you, like they're not going to use USADA, which is like the United States Anti-Doping Association, I want to say. They're not going to use but aren't them. These, these drugs are also like illegal on the streets. Like you can't just go sell anabolic well, steroids the, well, at Colt's gym. I think that's the stigma is like when you think of steroids, you think, oh, they're getting these on the black market. Like a lot of products that are labeled as steroids are not necessarily illegal. They're just not allowed in certain realms of sports. So it's like that's I think that's what they're trying to destigmatize. Granted, they're probably using stuff that's not allowed either. Yeah. I'm again, I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about steroids. I haven't taken them in quite some time. <laughs> but uh I th- I, th- I think it opens a Pandora's box of a world of questions about what to expect. They're aiming for the end of this year, so well, I don't like it. You I don't. don't. Like, I'll watch it, but oh, I don't have to like it. All right. <laughs> <laughs>